from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome inside episode 24 of On the Board. I'm Colby McKee alongside Lance Dahl. Hello! And Mr. Corey Bacoskis. Hey, hey, we made it. Episode we, 24. <laughs> and episode what two, a wild of Corey. it's been. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wow, Corey, you, who knew? Time flies. Yeah. Exciting. Okay, Colby, where are we going? We've got lots of stuff to talk about. Well, let's not waste time so there that you we don't go. get all anxious about it. Um, Safe to say the Messinat Tigers had a great Oof, weekend. My goodness. Um, they took care of business on Friday and Saturday. They We're not going to talk about the 4 nothing loss to Brandon because that's just ancient history. We don't talk about that. That was a garbage thing. game to begin with. <laughs> but 3-1 uh, win at home against Moose Jaw on Friday. And then probably the game of the year, 4-2 on Saturday night against a very tough Prince Albert Raiders team. Um, that's all I heard on social media was the game of the year so far. And you guys are both there. Was it the game of the year? He wasn't there. Oh. I showed up halfway through the game. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, from what I saw, it was good. It was really good from what I... I missed the first two goals. Did you? Yeah. I didn't get there till halfway through because I went with Chat TV's Mitch Bach. Oh, nice. Mitch was running late. Okay. Like, half the game late. Oh. So, that was cool. But, uh, I mean... To have, I mean, I guess the highlight was the Hamlin fight. Did you? St- yes. Was was that early in the game or was no, that? No, that was in the third. Third. So that was the most hype I've seen the Canalta in a long time. That's a big that boy. Was, he took that. I was actually thinking about it. I don't think I've ever heard Tigers fans cheering as Jim Deuce announces a Tigers penalty. <laughs> no. <laughs> like when he said that Hamlin got five minutes for fighting. Everyone was cheering. It was the weirdest thing. That's amazing. And then they said he got a 10-minute misconduct and people booed. Uh, but like for that five-minute for fighting, I've never heard the crowd cheer a penalty before on the Tigers except for that one. I can't think of anything, no. And like like Hamlin fucking rolled this kid. Did he? Like, yeah. Like did. straight up rolled him. Yeah. It was insane. Because how, how tall is Maselli? You're saying he was 6'5"? Six, six, five. Six, five? Oh, yeah. Boy. That's a height difference. You were showing me a picture. The... Uh, the, the one photo you had of the two of them yeah. um, going at it, and there was quite the height difference. That's, that's a for tree sure. to climb right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It looked super mismatched, and like at first, it didn't look like Hamlin wanted any part of it. But then after he like cross checked him twice in the midsection, he was like, "Well, I guess we're here now." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like the 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 sequence of shifts leading up to that fight was interesting because Hamlin got. Like, he got open-iced once, he got pounded along the boards in another shift, and it was... That, that might have been the only concern I have out of the whole thing, was that no one even, like, chirped anybody about it. No. Like, no one said a word about Hamlin getting hit pretty damn hard twice. That's and not then, good. No. No, no it's not, not great. All. And then he... Like, Hamlin himself steps in after Prezuzo gets cross-checked. And that's kind of how the fight happened. But I thought someone would have stepped in for him before. In any case, he didn't need it because he fucking rolled the cellar. <laughs> it was incredible. Like, honestly, it was, yeah. it was one of the best fights that I have seen in recent memory. God. And I, I don't remember the Canal Center being like that, honestly. Like way back to the arena days. You're it, talking. It's, it's been, it's, it would to go back to the loud. arena days to get, to get like it was, like during a regular season game. That Cause, was cool. Because that's the thing. They haven't even been able to crack 3,000 probably nope. since like the home opener in terms of attendance. Yeah. And for if you're saying it, to get that loud, like a an old arena regular season game, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, and the sequence of it was good too. Like, yeah. I mean, because Kemp scored probably a minute before. Then they had the fight. And then Hopwell scored about a minute after the fight. So like just the sequence of like the 
three, four minutes there was just incredible. Yeah, uh, Kemp had hit the post, it seemed like, every time he was out there, yeah. the whole friggin' game. And then, yeah, Jimmy just, ah, you love to see that from a captain. You, saw, you probably saw the video after, right? Yeah, yeah I went yeah. through it this morning. Um, yeah, no, Jimmy, he, he's not a fighter, but he, he's built. He, I remember uh, the first interview I had with him um, this year. Like, last year he wasn't small by any means, but um, this year he just came back from the summer just built, like, yeah. top half. His legs are huge. Um, so even though he might not be the hardest puncher, like, they're, it's tough to get him down, and I think he, he really uh, held his thing. own like, against Masella. Like, this kid. Yeah. Like, he literally was dragging this Masella around the ice. It was, yeah. oh, my God, it was the best thing. It should have been the opposite way, right? Like, just height I, I was... Yeah. I was nervous. Right. Like, I was very nervous when I saw it because, like, Masella wanted to go him. Yeah. And yeah, he like, was the for instigator. a second or two, yeah, like, Hamlin kind of got away. And then it was like, well, Masella's not leaving, so I guess we're here. And and I'm pretty sure, and you'll, you'll have to ask James, but I'm, I think that he kept a glove on through the entire fight. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure his left glove was on the whole time. And if it wasn't, it was for most of it because I, I think when he went to the box, he had his right glove off. And that was what he was throwing bombs with. So he was and just <laughs> grabbing with the left. I, think he, yeah. I wow. think he just didn't even drop his left glove and it was just hanging on to it. Anyway, uh, huge weekend. Huge weekend for the Tigers. Like winning both of those games, uh, and especially in the way they did uh, against the Raiders. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that's that's a huge statement win for sure. 100%. It's type of weekend that just makes you proud to be a Tigers fan. It gets you, yeah. you know, after especially after the Brandon game that I know we're not talking about, but well, <laughs> the, uh, the Brandon game, yeah. you, it's, it's, it's just such a low feeling. Um, not just being shut out, but being shut out in the fashion that we did. We just didn't come to play. Um, but you had to know we were going to bounce back. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's tough to keep this this team off the scoreboard. And I just, Moose Jaw and Prince Albert couldn't do it this weekend. Another know. November goal for Hopwell. Uh, I mean, we talked about it last week. Yeah. He's scoring all of his points here in November. That first line is clicking big yeah, the time. the kid's hot. And uh, yeah, you got to put him on the ice. Another highlight of the weekend was Garen Bjorken's slave oh on God. Friday. Uh, wow. That was incredible. It made, uh, was it, I don't know, WHL's like nominee of the night or whatever. Yeah, the highlight of the night. Yeah. yeah. So uh, another standout <laughs> performance for Garen. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking back to, because I watched the highlight of the night and was listening to the clip. And Bob and Barry were in the middle of a conversation when it happened. So, yep. but like, Rids has to like kind of recap it oh, at no. the end. He's like, and what a great save because like the conversation just kept going and I mean who would have thought that like Gary would have made that save that he did but uh, yeah he's been really good he, he's been a guy that the Tigers uh, maybe didn't know that they needed to be as good as he has been but he, he's providing so much life if it looks like every single start he gets yeah especially early on you know Mads hasn't quite had the numbers and the uh the uh, yeah the numbers to start off especially you know your your the expectations are so high after after the NHL draft and he's been good you know he, oh, yeah. he's still a great goaltender in this league but uh, you know we've needed Garen if if you look at his record if his record is you know similar to other backups in the league we're you know we're not where we are in the standings right now right like yep. he's he's been perfect only one loss and it came from when he was coming in relief he's yeah he he's been outstanding so far. Cause, and they'll need him like in a bigger role soon, right? Because as far as I'm aware, I'm still planning on Mads not being here. Yeah, I mean, there's the 
that uh, Division One A tournament coming up, and we'll see if uh, Mads and maybe even Jonathan will get get picked yeah. for that if they're going. Still not sure, but uh, if that's the case, then yeah, it's probably going to be Bjorkland taking the majority of the uh, the play, and then got to call up somebody. Nice to see uh, Brinkman. You just mentioned him, Jonathan Brinkman. Nice to see him get on the scoreboard as well. Like you talked about it a few weeks ago, Lance. Like. He is itching to kind of break out and and you know establish that uh, the second line in a, in a bigger way. Yeah, like he's just starting to settle in more. He just looks more comfortable. He's getting a lot of time with with Elijah Brown, and they're starting to kind of work together. I mean, because because Brinkman's definitely like has has the hands, and it's it's funny like he kind of like from a from a hands perspective kind of reminds me of Kemp. How like this year Kemp. In, in flashes will all of a sudden just pick up the puck in the neutral zone and make it look effortless as he weaves his way through whoever's defending and it's like Brinkman has that in him but it's just one of those things where it takes a little bit to get comfortable and get settled in but he's looking he's been looking a lot better lately mm-hmm. yeah and the points are starting to come I yeah. mean it, I feel he's he's got kind of the reverse of what a lot of uh, teenage hockey players have to go through. A lot of them uh, start out and they're they're in their age group, and then they have to flip it on to playing adults and like men. But he's done the opposite. He had he was playing in that top division um, in Denmark last year, yep. and now he's got to come back down to play kids his own age. And there's there's still a lot of skilled players of his own age group that he's finding out now. Um, it's just a different way of playing hockey, and he's got to, you know, he's, he's had to figure that out over the first third of the season. But, yeah, it's definitely starting to come right now. Got a good schedule of games upcoming this weekend. Friday, home to Moose Jaw. No, nope, Moose Jaw. In Moose Jaw. boy. Because <laughs> Saturday we all make mistakes, is the Teddy Bear Toss game. <laughs> Very much looking forward to that one. They're home to the Saskatoon Blades. So, yeah. Uh, should be a good turnout. You're hoping that... Uh, Fans come out and they bring their teddies, yeah. and we'll get into goal predictions, I guess, because last year Hamlin mm-hmm. scored, uh, Quenville scored before, and Gerlach was there. Uh, but let's any thoughts? Let's get predictions out there for the teddy bear goal. Mm. You want to go first? Ah, oof, newbie. On you the want spot. me to go first? I got um, mine. You got yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go. Dan Baker. Oh, that's a great pick. I thought about Dan. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not even like a, a joke pick. Like no. that's like a, he's probably gonna <laughs> like, score. Yeah, like the way he's been going, probably Dan Baker, just because he he seems like the kind of guy that will score. Or you know, I'm not even gonna say a second one. If nope. if you don't, I'll bring it up after. Okay. All right, I'm gonna or, go. Hmm. I'm gonna make an educated guess. Aaron Schwab, the uh, the. Uh, uh, social media coordinator with the Medicine Hat Tigers. We were talking earlier today, and she said that the last three goals, uh-huh. Teddy Bertos goals, were scored on the power play. Oh, okay. so now it's narrowed down to five well, guys because makes... I'm going to guess it's going to be on the first <laughs> unit. Okay, that makes Baker not not the. <laughs> oh, no, come on, this Dad. is just the the, the road that I'm going. Okay, all right. I'm going to say Ryan Shazowski's oh, going to pick up pick. Teddy Bertos goal. That's a good pick, Colby. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this guy would be a part of the first power play. I haven't quite seen the five-man unit the okay. all forwards but i'm going cole sillinger yeah that would be that would be He's in part there. of that top unit yeah that would so be so i'm gonna go sillinger i think uh the rookie brings the so the no one's down. no one's going like just based off of numbers and saying hamlin nope no <laughs> no nope. nope. there hasn't been a repeat <laughs> there I mean, has not been a repeat yeah. my other pick would have been hoppo oh that's the way yeah. he's been going yeah, yeah. The kid's hot, so it just and it, it would be it would be good for him to get it. I feel like, but yeah, my yeah. picks Baker. 
Come on, Daniel. Excellent. Yeah. All right. See it. Hey, uh, uh, everybody, just come out to the game on Saturday. Yeah, make yeah. your own picks. Hey, just that, pick. Get, get a group of you, like you're at the chuck wagons. Yeah. Just get a bunch of people putting in loonies in your section and just, you know, everyone take a player. Yeah. And then whoever gets it right gets all the money. Get the pot. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. Yeah. I like it. It's uh, it's bigger than hockey this weekend, too. Yeah. It's uh, it's for a good cause. I had the uh, the pleasure of going down to the hospital last year after the teddy bear toss uh, with the captains and... Uh, you know, just getting to see the faces of, of the not only the kids, but the parents. It's obviously a tough place to be around the holidays mm-hmm. and, uh, well, a tough t- place to be at all times, but, yeah. it, you know, especially the holidays and just to see, you know, just something as little as just a teddy bear for them. You know, it, it can make their day or even their 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 whole month. So um, love to see a lot of people out there and yeah. we want to see a lot of teddy bears on that ice. Yes, please. After Ryan Chazowski scores. <laughs> I can't right. follow that. Right. Uh, NHL-wise, we'll get into the, the big boy leagues. Mike Babcock, <laughs> out as Maple Leafs coach, kind of the big headline of this week. Lance is laughing because we talked about it. We've actually shared it on our social media that afternoon. Yeah. And immediately go to the group chat between us three. I said, Lance, better have a 30-minute Babcock <laughs> rant ready to go. because it's I don't the, think I do. I get a text every so often outside of you, Corey, but he'll text me after an episode. He goes, man, I'm sorry. Like, I got to stop ranting like that. <laughs> I do. I keep going on, but I mean. I do. It's I have bad. down here the question, was it the right move or was it the necessary move? And I don't know. It's a good question because really, like, they're not mutually exclusive. No, because... In my opinion, things had to be changed. Right. It always falls on the coach. Right. You know, sometimes not fairly, but that's the one change that Dubas could have made at the moment. I don't think it's the right move, but I think it was a necessary move. Yeah, and I mean, once you kind of hear how things were in the room and, you know, it, and, and we'll probably get into the whole Mitch Marner thing in a second, but that aside, like, after a while your message can get stale and that's why like it's crazy to think of coaches like Scotty Bowman who you know they can be in behind the bench of one team for so long and do so well and you just don't see that much anymore and that's just the the league we're in now with the players that are in now um yeah I think you kind of you, you had to make a change you're right and I mean the you only have so many players and so little cap space so that's out the window and uh, but it was always thought that Keith was going to be there for when uh, when when Babcock was either his contract was up or, or he was let go, and we're here now. It's not overly surprising. Maybe the timing is the only surprising part. Maybe. Yeah. No, I think it was both. The both were correct. I yeah. think. I think it it was the right move, um, and, it, and it needed to be done. Um, just a rough start. They've looked atrocious. They. They're not a. T- they don't look like a team that has the star caliber players that they have. Um, I think the move should have been made in the summer. Um, you know, the team just they they just weren't playing for them. No. And honestly, like a little bit in fairness, like after the first uh, round one exit to the Bruins, um, what was that two? Two play, uh, yeah, two playoffs ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Speaking you co- you co- <laughs> you come back the next season, and you got to be driven. Like you got to be okay. You know that that sucked last year, but hey, we're gonna get back into the playoffs. We're gonna have better success. That's what you you work towards throughout the whole season. And I, it just looked like this team to be knocked by the same knocked out by the same team two years in a row. This season, they just looked flat. Like like their mind was still in the last playoffs. 
that oh we're not going to beat Boston. What's the point? They just needed a, a a change in 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 look and you know they just needed a different mindset and it's crazy there just seems like to be like a cloud lifted off that team ever since that that firing and and you know you see the last two games um they just look like they're having fun matthews is playing a lot more uh tyson berry is scoring which we didn't think was going to happen this season oh come Uh, on uh you knew it was a matter of time yeah but it wasn't happening with babcock and now he scored twice i mean like it's just it was the right move um keith is dubas's guy he has been for a long time, whether it's in in so in the OHL or with the Marlies, and we knew it was a matter of time, but I think it was perfect to do it now. And you might know this better than I do, but from what I understand, like the systems that Babcock is running out weren't vastly different than what Sheldon Keefe was using in the A, from what I hear, from what I've read and all that stuff. Like the the system and how the teams played were are, are very similar. So for Sheldon Keefe to come in, it's really not that much different like he's not asking his players to do a bunch of different stuff from what I've seen from Toronto media mm-hmm. that that obviously followed the Marlies a lot more but um, that is and now I just want to preface with the every coaching move ever sees the team get a bump mm-hmm. like you saw with the Oilers and Hitchcock and then they played back to where they were last year and I'm not saying that's going to happen with the Leafs because the Leafs are obviously better than the record but I mean, they, they, they've put themselves behind quite a mountain. Like, just considering, I mean, when, when Babcock was fired, they had the same amount of wins as Ottawa. And they've played the most amount of games in the Eastern yeah. Conference at this point. Them and the Calgary Flames, which we'll get to in a second as well, like, they've played the most games in each of their conferences. They're losing points by the game that yeah. they don't secure, you know, a bag. I guess they, they credit Keefe with being the d- development and skill guy. Right. He's had his hands on like 15 of the players that have graduated from the Marlies to the Maple Leafs. So that sort of interaction, they're hoping, like, like you said, Corey, like from their days in, in the OHL, that development and that relationships will help these guys yeah. grow for- further. And I guess we can kind of get into the, the Marner-Babcock incident that's partly to blame because the, the tweet coming out of the firing was that 90% of the room was in favor of Babcock getting fired. There's a few select guys. You think of probably Tavares. You think of Riley, uh, Hyman in particular, the guys that really appreciated what Babcock had. But 90% of the room was in favor of him getting fired. And then the the release comes out today, or the news story from the Toronto Star, about a a very unique hazing incident, I guess, between Babcock and Mitch Marner. I don't know if it was necessarily a hazing. It was more just a... I mean, it turned into it. Well... It was just a bad idea. It was, a, it was an idea that he thought was good on paper that was really bad in practice. Yeah, I don't think the intentions were ill-willed. I no. think it was... Like, I see where Bob, Babcock was coming from and like, you're trying to show a little bit of leadership and, you know, kind you of show, that, show a rookie the the ropes, but... Yeah, uh, like, did that have anything to do with why Mike Commodore fucking hates Mike Babcock? <laughs> no, that goes like, back you, to their days in but do you think he Detroit knew that? even or whatever. Like, because, like, he absolutely hates the guy. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. he hates the guy more than, like, I hate anything. <laughs> and so, like, I, I just, because, you know, guys like that, they're, they are connected to the league. Like, it's really, it's not that big of a league. So, I don't know, maybe, like, if Commodore knew some of that, and that's why everyone went off, because he went off before this came out. And I was just like, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he does. It's fun to hypothesize. For those who don't know the story, I guess we're kind of talking over it, but basically Babcock made Marner give a list 
yeah. of the in order of the forwards in terms of their hardest working traits, I guess you should say. Whoever like the, works the hardest, whoever works the least, essentially. Ma- is Marner's what thought this is going to kind of be a confidential type thing, but then Babcock turns it and lets the other players know how Marner ranked the forwards. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> It kind of just threw a little wrench into the plans. I think it was all the rookies because I think he was Marner was talking about the first year group being very supportive. Yeah, was it just? I don't know if it was just Marner. It might have been the other rookies in that year, but basically, it's, he was causing chaos. It's an absolutely hilarious experiment in his room. See, I think step one of that that whole process was was great. Yeah, you know, let's sure. let's identify who you look up to, who you think is working hard on this team. Let's keep this confidential. Yeah, let's. Oh, you think. Uh, Phil Kessel's working hard, or was yeah. Phil Kessel even back well, on the team he, back then? But he's working hey, hard say, on hot dogs, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, think he or if hard. you think he's not working hard, do you think Tyler Bosak's working hard? All right, let's let's you know not model your game around him, but like let's let's get you in the gym with him. Let's let's get that work ethic going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just it only not only does it, it makes Mitch Marner look like an asshole. Like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. And but, the trust but, like, is from gone. All, from all accounts, though, like everyone kind of. Gave Martyr a pass, which yeah. I mean, you yeah. would expect given the circumstances, right? Like, uh, I don't think, I don't think any guy in any room would be pissed at Marner about it. Like, that would fall straight on the coach. Yeah, it's crazy that this comes out like multiple years. Like, they've been festering on like incidents like this yep. for potential two years. Yep, and uh, you know, it comes down to that. And change had to be made. I don't think it was right, but that's just my opinion, and we've obviously gone around the room and discussed that. Uh, any more talk on Babcock or the Leafs? No. They're looking good, like like Corey said. They've won two straight, and uh, we'll see if that continues. Yeah, they, they, got, they got Murderer's Row coming up. They do. Yeah. Detroit and then Buffalo twice. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Not really then. Oof. Yeah, um, tough schedule ahead. Man, they're, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, those, those Red Wings are good. No, because we'll talk about them in just a second. <laughs> the Flames, they end their six-game losing streak on the weekend over the Flyers in a shootout. Uh, I caught some of the, the overtime in the shootout. Yeah, they still haven't led a game technically. No. Like they won the game, but they didn't lead. Right. For, no, they, they caught back up. Yeah, they led it for less than a second. And it just came up before yeah. recording <laughs> yeah. that TJ Brody is back in the lineup. Yeah, uh, stop that. 11 days after Don't. his incident. Uh, Lance is very... Such a bad idea. Yeah, Lance is very opposed to this. But if he's fine and the doctor's clear, like, what what's there to do? When, we, when there was the block shot last week that we talked about, and you guys said player safety. Okay. Dude fucking collapsed on the ice and he's back in 11 days and we're not worried about player safety? What are we doing? But it's... it's no, it's 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 nothing. No, it's he's covered through doctors and they've gone through the tests. And what else is he supposed to do? Just sit out for the year? Give him like a month. A month? Clearly oh, something's not okay if you, you just You want him through the holiday season. Why a month? What well, just Where's the him, month coming from? I don't know. You just give him some time. Give him more than 11 days. Right. Like if you're trying to tell me that a guy who went on the ice for practice and early in practice collapses, convulses and in 11 days is fine? There's no way. Corey? There's, just, there's no way. Like, I, you don't have to be a doctor to know that. Whose side do you fall on here? Man, I don't know. How many times have you collapsed? <laughs> Never. Never. How many times have you collapsed? Never. And so imagine if you did, would you just be like, ah, oh, yeah, 11 days, I'll go back to uh, physically exerting myself like that? Well, he's been practicing. Well, like you said, if it, it, it's just crazy to me. You said before the show it was dehydration was the... Allegedly. 
They don't. They don't <laughs> know. That was the, that was the last thing they said. <laughs> right. Well, last if it's dehydration, then it's like oh, okay, you just didn't get enough fluid. But you know, I mean, if it was something worse and they're not finding it, yeah, I guess we'll see if he falls tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's he, a shitty thing to say, but oh my goodness, he. Uh, but like, it's just I don't know. To me, it's just. It's not okay. I hope they got multiple opinions. Don't know that for sure, but you would I'm guessing they would, right? Yeah. And he's going to want to get back out there. I mean, I get that. You too. hope it's a a, a one off thing because that's happened before. People have collapsed on them, you know. Look at Yuri Fisher, Detroit Red Wings. We'll talk about them right now, but uh, he had a an so issue on the bench. What, do you have more to no, say? No, I'm just... He said he brought up Yuri Fisher. That's... <laughs> yeah, we got a segue right, now. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Go on to Yuri Fisher. Detroit Red Wings. Yeah! Uh, hey. They've lost six straight. You that's a hell about, of a segue. What? Hey. Look at Yuri Fisher. Let's talk to the Red well, Wings. That was good. if you don't good. know the incident, don't Google it because it's not yeah, good. Yeah, no. Um, no. That's a hell of a segue. But, <laughs> yeah, they've lost six straight. They suck. The yeah. Dallas Stars, on the other hand, they've won six straight. So the polar opposites... Yeah, and the Red Wings lost Mantha for a little bit, too. Oh, did they really? Yeah. That's awkward. So that's a problem. Um, goaltending the story in Dallas, though. They're getting really good goaltending from Bishop now. He's keeping them two goals and less. Could open, too. And could open as well. So that they're really turning the ship around because really they started battle. terribly. Yeah. The Stars did. Yeah, so. they were not good to start. So, yeah, I saw that in the notes today that the Stars had won in the past six, and I was like, all right, let's look up their stats, see who's really really going. All right. Yep. And so I uh, started at the top of the list, and I was like, oh, Sagan, 19 points in 24 games. That's not up to par. No, no. Iskin in 17 and 24. That's, yeah, that's pretty that's good. all right. That's pretty good for, what, a second-year defenseman? Second, yep. third, yeah. No, yeah, he's second year. That's pretty uh, good. Ben, 13 and 24. Yeah, that's eh, great. Eh. Eh. <laughs> uh, Radulov, 12 and 24, as well as Pavelski, 12 and 24. So I was like, where is this good stretch of play coming from? And then I scrolled all the way down to the goalies. And I was like, that's that's some good goaltender <laughs> right makes there. Makes sense. Yeah, they, uh, they've they've got Bishop. He's, he's really turned it around. I mean... I guess not turn it around. He's never been a terrible goalie. No, but, he uh, started terribly, though, is what you're trying to say. Like, yeah, he was like, awful. He, uh, Dallas as a team was terrible. He, Yeah, he's he's been good. And Kudobin, I think he's one of the best backups in the league. And, you know, whether it was with Boston or, or whoever, he, he's just, he's been solid. They've they've got something going there. And then you just think if that offense figures it out. Which just, eventually they will. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they got, they lost Justin Dowling, who was playing their top line center. And they got Rupe Hintz back. So Hintz will go back to the center. I like Rupi. Yeah, he's got like 10 goals already this yeah. season. And he's missed a couple weeks. Fantastic player. So he'll be playing with Ben and Sagan. So uh, it, it's just weird that Pavelski hasn't worked as much as, I mean, at least I thought that he would. I thought he'd be, you know, basically the same steady player as he was in San Jose. But I guess his adjustment, I don't know. But It's got to be, right? I just don't know. The, your whole career in the... Uh, in the sunny California mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. I don't know yep. if air has anything to do with it. Yep, sunny air. But uh, <laughs> you go to Dallas and you got hot air. Oh, they, yeah. ain't, they ain't got the sunny air down there in Dallas. No, they, they got the humid air. The hot yeah. air. Very uh, hot air. Cool. Can we go back to the Red Wings for a quick sec? Okay, no. sure. Babcock to the Red Wings? No. Why not? I don't know. It's possible. Isn't uh, Stevie well, Wise? Yeah, Stevie, Stevie Wise is the, the GM. Man there. They have a relationship. Possible. Uh, Red Wings coach currently is not getting it done because they like what when they drafted Larkin and they started to see Larkin's possession or progression there and then Mantha's been uh pretty solid lately coming mm-hmm. out of junior or coming out of the minors too like it, it kind of seemed like they'd be starting to hit their 
prime now. They're goaltending like, depression, prime. though. Yes, that. Yeah, they need a goaltender. Um, but it yeah. seems like they, they kind of got some offense. You know, well, they got some to guys to look forward to. Zadina's down in the minors, and they drafted that Moritz Sider guy. He's a defenseman, but uh, Tom, it seems Tyler like Tuzzi's there. <sighs> He's having a good season, surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, if they to see you. Yeah, he's he's actually leading the Masters right now. <laughs> what? He is minus twenty two. No, he's been making this joke all week. Yeah, oh, who is? Yeah, is that a joke? No, he is the he is the worst plus minus player in the NHL right now. Oh, really? Yeah, fun fact. Yeah, okay, that's my fun fact. <laughs> but uh, looks like there's a uh, good Russian goalie in the in the in the draft coming up, possibly a top five, top ten pick. So really? maybe Detroit, uh, I don't think they need another another forward or maybe a defenseman, but uh, if they, uh, they can go, we'll get Yaroslav Askarov from oh, yeah. Russia. Love him. Everybody he, knows did him. Did he play in the World Under-17 Hockey Challenge? He definitely did would not. not. Have. He did last year. Probably maybe. would have last year. Did, He's did, played in the Hlinka two years in a row and been the starter. Did Gleb meet him? Gleb did not meet him. No, I did not meet him. But I think, yeah, I think they're goalie away and just a couple years away. Hopefully Zadina works out. And I mean, they, they got some pieces. That's just a tricky thing. Though, like, like if they're a goalie away, I mean, if you draft one, it's not like he's coming anytime real soon. Right. Like, I mean, Carter Hart's in Philly, but he's still working through some stuff. And so it's like, like if they if they want a goalie, they gotta find one elsewhere. No, right. But it's not Jonathan Bernier or Probably Jimmy not. Howard. No, I'm not saying it is. But I'm saying if you're gonna but, if you if you think you're a goalie away from being competitive, you're gonna have to yeah. go find one. Yeah, drafts not getting you immediate impact. No, right. But Trade they're Martin Furk. But if they had. Who's a good goalie out there? If they had John Gibson or a or a Mark Andre Fleury, Gibson's would they a be? Great choice. Yeah. Would they be? somewhere else a like, playoff contender yeah well, like no you need right? i think you know, better but you need There's a goalie that's good. gonna gonna grow with the team like i think in two years or three years they might be you know better in that division right once tampa starts having to pay their players and mm-hmm. um but yeah not right now is the is the no. sum up that story but they have not I mean, been good but you, you like even if you draft a goalie it's like, and then you're two, three years away. Like you also have these guys that are going to be coming up on their deals. And so at what point do you try and expedite the process? Cause like, I mean, the, the guys we just listed, they're all going to want money and then you're going to get into a spot where, okay, you're going to have to pay some of these guys and move elsewhere. Like they, they still need a couple pieces and they're going to have to go out of house to find it. Like I'd rather them, like, I, I don't disagree with them drafting a goalie probably need to do that like the last three years they probably should have trying to get a goalie but I mean they're going to need someone in there sooner than later because their guys are going to go mm-hmm. I mean the Dylan Larkins are going to leave or they're going to have to pay the Dylan Larkins a lot of money and then who you left with Andreas Antanasiu that guy great guy I'm sure great golfer great golfer minus 20 something all right, that was Oof. five minutes too long on the Red Wings. No, why? No, they suck. The, that, well, yeah, but it's fine. We'll talk about draft lottery in April. Well, yeah. All right. I, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. All right, moving on. There's nothing wrong with it. Good you talk. know what? I want another five minutes on the Red Wings now. Let's talk about Yaroslav Askarov. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about him. What's he doing these days? Catching right-handed. Oh, is he? <laughs> Good for him. Good for yeah, him. Still doing that. Nice. <laughs> keeps everyone guessing. All right, let's move on. No? Yeah, we're done. Oh, okay. No Where more. are we going? Uh, NBA. Let's go NBA. Okay. Quickly. M- uh, early MVP vote. If you Ooh. had one player 
who stood Ooh. out. I know it's uh, Luca's got to be close. That's who I would have said. That's a good. Yeah, he's he's I been mean, hot this week. James sure. Harden still just putting up silly numbers all over the place. Yep, he's up there. And yeah, I don't know. It'd be somewhere of a split between those two for me. Any probably. any thoughts on LeBron? Not not really. Out in Lakerland? No. No, and he's not in your top three. How about Giannis? I would th- I would think Anthony Davis has been better. Anthony Davis. I think he's been better than LeBron. Okay, but that's just me. Who was the next one you said? Giannis. Yeah, yeah. He. I feel bad for for not mentioning him, because he's kind of getting to the point where he's like, and it's crazy to say. But like he's just getting to be so good already that people are like, yeah, well, let's just be honest. His numbers have improved over his MVP year last year, right? And yeah, he's not really being mentioned. I don't know if the Bucks like they they're still top three in the in the East, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's just not getting the credit because you're right. All these for starters, it was Trey Young, all the flashiness, and now this last couple weeks, it's been Doncic, and uh, and Harden's still there, and LeBron's still there, and Damian Lillard's there. A lot of names. Yeah. And Davis, like you said. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but as a, as a not a big NBA fan, it always kind of seems like the, the MVP kind of goes to a, a player that's on a really good team, but doesn't really have a, a star player to play with them. Is that kind of, you know, when LeBron won his MVPs, it was kind of his team and I'd even say Giannis, be that way. Giannis last year, who was Giannis's number two, he had really good depth. Yeah. Um, so like if you, you know, following that, uh, that description, you know, who does Doncic have? Porzingis, but is Porzingis the star that's that Doncic is? You yeah. know, and and Giannis is, you know, Harden has Westbrook. That's why I'd say, man, maybe not him, but yeah. and LeBron's I, got Davis. Yeah, so because that's a big thing. Like, you make a good point. Out. They cancel each other out, hundred yeah. percent. So look at this guy. We all gonna go lay money on Luca? Then is that what we're doing? I I think if the Mavs <laughs> the Mavs have to win fifty three games, really. They got to be top four in the West, and they got to keep this pace up for Can him they? to win. Probably, like not. Corey says, it's going to one of the top two teams. I feel like probably, and same with like the Clippers with Leonard and George. They're gonna cancel some votes out on each other. Yep. I mean, this whole league is duo driven, and that's what's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is very duo driven. Maybe there should be a, a, a most valuable duo. There you go. That's what the the new award should be. Yeah. Most valuable duo. Like, uh, like Pascal and Fred. Yeah. Look at that. That would be your most valuable duo. That'd be great. No? No? You're not okay with that? That's okay. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, that's, that's speaking fine. of putting money down yeah. in, in the NBA. I love gambling. I have my prediction. Oh, oh right. Here we oh, go. We talked about this we last We said week. I needed a prediction. I'm ready. I have my prediction. So we need an NBA finals matchup. Oh, and an MVP. We need an MVP. Oh, yeah. what? That'll okay, have to wait. We'll, we'll give week. you. We'll give you. Well, you just week. said Doncic. You want to put down my? Oh, MVP of the playoffs? No, the, of the regular season. All right, I'm going Doncic with that. Nice. Okay. I will do that. Okay, I'm and your go finals ahead and say The Raptors. Oh. Nice, love it. And the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that would make for oh, good TV, my God. wouldn't it? Kawhi back in Toronto for a chance at a second title back-to-back yeah that would be uh that's a great matchup hey would it hey. so i don't know what that not would just look an, like not just another talking head no no you <laughs> got some knowledge on this sport dropped a lot of knowledge there Clippers yeah. and raps i'm just writing this down so <laughs> yes. that we can shit on it when we so get to too, you and i both have the raptors in there <laughs> yeah you do yeah. i got raptors, jazz, raptors for, jazz for all of three people that are going to watch in the and States. i have 
I have Philly Clippers. So we kind of have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Fun times. All right. Can't wait for that to never happen. A couple quick storylines. We'll bounce through these. Uh, Campbell Walker's scary neck injury happened on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Not sure if you guys caught it. Uh, He ran headfirst into his teammate and then dropped to the floor. Uh, He got uh, carted off the court. Uh, The scans look to be negative. He's experiencing some concussion-like symptoms. Who knows how long those could take. It's still, uh, uh, you know, a delicate situation, I guess. So yeah. all hey, the best to Kemba. Give him 11 days. He'll be back out there. Yeah, 11 there days go. is all it takes. 11 days is yeah. the head injury uh, 11, protocol. That's 11 days for any injury okay. in sports. You collapse, 11 days. Break a leg. Break a leg, 11 days. Zach Levine. Fuck to the face. Don't start me on that. Play still goes on. No, I'll, I'll go, go back, back to, to Calvert. Him. We spent way too much time on Calvert. No, I'm not going to Calvert. Don't make me go back to Brody, though, because okay. I will. Zach Levine hit 13 threes on Saturday night as well. Yeah. He's... And they, they Bulls came back and won in crazy fashion. They were down five with like 15 seconds to go. Uh, and that was a pretty good way to end the game. We talked about a lot of buzzer beaters. Random question. Okay. Who do people care more about? Okay. The that Detroit Red Wings? Or the Chicago Bulls? Depends on which market you're in. He, where? Well, where? Here in Medicine are. Hat? Right here, yeah. Uh, Detroit Red Wings? Detroit, yeah. Because of Original Six and it's hockey? Okay. I would say. What, you want to go yeah. back to Red Wings? Kenny no. Holland, too? No, I was just curious. Oh, and Kenny Holland. Kenny yeah. Holland? Tigers. I was just curious. Man. Because like, I feel like the Bulls still have like like a weirdly like big following. They do. In Canada. Uh, because like, they, like, you wouldn't know it because they're terrible right now. Yeah. But I guarantee you if the Bulls were to be good... Twitter would just explode with Canadians You're bringing saying, oh, out I love your, the Bulls. your Bulls too yeah. from yeah. 1993. Yeah, that's all. That's a good point. Just random question. That's yeah, all. Why, are you, good, why good, are you look at me like that? I don't know. They have a good logo. I don't know. Yeah, you like their logo. <laughs> good logo. Good logo. I got a bull. Color scheme is got one good. of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, he's, uh, in there. In yeah, the Dennis Robin. Yeah, thirteen threes good. That's not bad. I did it. I can in make pickup. fourteen. Did you? <laughs> I didn't pick up once. <laughs> I wasn't playing I, anybody. I can, but I can almost guarantee you've never played a pickup <laughs> in your life. Have you picked up a basketball before? <laughs> yeah, I did. Hit 13 threes, whatever did, that means. Yeah, did you know that Colby uh, was a high school superstar? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was He was, uh, He was. was the big of the year got in, the, in uh, whatever the hell the league's called. Medicine. Big of the year? Cr- yeah. Crescent Heights High? That's an award for the NBA. Big of the year. The big of the year, yeah. yeah. A lot of bigs. Doesn't uh, even have to be a big man. Uh, career high 17 points. Really? At the McCoy High School. I, we talked about it on episode one. Was, it like, back. was it like six of 10 shooting? Uh, I don't know. Did you make any threes in your day? No, no. no? Not in, uh, in pickup I have. How many no. threes local, did you throw up when you were playing for the Crescent Heights High Vikings? Probably one. <laughs> He didn't make I it. made a lot of long twos. I was, oh, you're I really was yeah. mid-range foot on the line I was twos. Kinda, yeah, I was kind of like <laughs> foot on the not, line not good enough to go back, but like free throw and out money. Like yeah. a big mid-range guy. Big mid-range. Give me those faders. Like yeah. DeMar DeRozan I was going to say, you loved DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, he's just my spirit animal. Don't yeah. you have a DeMar DeRozan jersey? I do have a black OVO. Yeah. Yes, I do. That's correct. That would be why. There you go. He was your inspiration when you were playing for the, uh, for the Varsity Vikings. That's right. Sick. Back in the day. Yeah, I okay. hit 13 threes once. That's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Jimmy Butler comes back to Philly and he loses. Miami Heat got crushed. Ah. So that's fun. Philly's, uh, they're an interesting team, quickly. I mean, like Embiid has these rest days that I know most fantasy managers really hate, yeah. especially one that we... Oh, I couldn't imagine. Today. That just hit me. I couldn't imagine playing back, like 
playing fantasy ho- hockey and then it's like, oh, Sidney Crosby just decided not to play today. Right. Yep. Oh, that'd be nuts. Yeah, That's why, like, in, in our league, Kawhi has been traded, like, twice already. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, Kawhi Leonard trading, you're yeah. right. Yeah, Because it's just, like... He's a great player, but he doesn't play all the time. You get half the season out of him. Yeah, well, But he's going to the finals this year, so... Well, apparently now he is, uh, yeah. He is. I, yeah. I he was before, too, yeah. Before, yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no one's got the jazz, though. Yeah. Why do I get you guys' thoughts on this big kind of radical change in the NBA? Uh, they're proposing it for the 2021-2022 season. Uh Potential to reseed in the conference finals so the last four teams get changed based on their standings, I guess, so that they're trying to eliminate the best two teams facing off against each other in the conference finals, which is great for everybody. Uh, part of this change as well is an in-season tournament where all 30 teams are a part of. Um, hey, what's wa- that? About November, December, like, they want to do that. Is it like an and one league? I don't know. if like They want to make, make it some sort of an incentive to win this tournament, maybe a guaranteed playoff spot, something like that. Otherwise, I don't know why you're playing it. I agree with you. Uh, they want to do playing games for the 7th and 8th seed. So 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th seed in each conference will play basically one game playoffs, like March Madness style, and the winners will get the 7th and 8th seed respectively. That's fucked. And then they want to drop, in order to do all these changes, drop the regular season games from 82 to a minimum 78, which I still think is too many. I was going to say, no one's going to ever get mad about dropping the schedule by a touch, except for the owners. And the TV TV deals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the league's already made a pile of money on their TV deal. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the in-season tournament just sounds weird. That's the one. Like, what does that mean? I also think, like you said, if they're going to drop the games, make it like drastic. Like, make it worth its while for the players to accept something like an in-season tournament that goes a month long. They might be getting forced into dropping their games though, if they want to combat the uh, the what is it? The rest day, whatever. What was what were they calling it? Load management. Load management. Like, drop it to sixty. Like, if they want to combat it, that might be their only option. they got to drop it. Yeah. Because 78's nothing. They're still going to miss. But you know 10, there's no games. way that owners are going to go for 30 home games instead of, what, 41. Yeah. They're never no, going to do that. I it's, know. It's a huge number. But, like, they're, if they're making all this revenue off of the, the tournament and... Can we just know. scrap the idea of an in-season tournament? I don't get that. <laughs> no, me neither. Because I feel like the playoffs for the NBA, the top six teams are decided in the first quarter of the month, right? Yeah. Or it's quarter of the season. So, like, if you're the LA Clippers, or, yeah, if you're, say, Houston Rockets, who are in six in the West right now, would you care for that tournament? Westbrook, Harden, you're probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Probably going to make the playoffs. If you have to turn it on at the end of the season, okay. Are you going to risk injury on this tournament unless there's some kind of incentive? Like, what would the incentive be? The playoff no position? Idea. No, That's it, what they're, like, uh, half, the team, half the teams already think they're going to get in. Like, you know? Yeah, that's I don't weird. know. There's some there's some bubble teams that, that I could see that working out for, but I feel like if you're... Why once are you they get pandering to, that, to the bubble teams, by the way? Because that's all it looks like it is. Yeah. Like, no, having just, playoff games for the 7-8s and... Like you're you're trying to do in season tournament. I guess what? the problem Why? with I really think they should do one through sixteen the best teams in the league, and they've been talking about this for years, so that the the shitty teams in the East don't make the playoffs. Get the nine, ten, even eleven teams in the West that are better than the shitty teams in the East. Like travel, these teams travel like in luxury now. Like traveling from Miami to Portland is no big haul. For these players, it's not ideal though. Like, like I, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. but that's why, that's why they don't do it, right? 
But it's just like, yeah, if you're going to get I think know, it's a good competitive idea. playoffs, like that's the next step is to get yeah. one through 16, reseed them all, and uh, and just play it out that way. What I don't know. What, what's the playoff format? Two, two, one, one, one? Nope. Was it two? It's not two, three, two, is it? Move it to two, oh, three, sorry. two. In yeah. the finals, it's two, three, two. Yes. It, it, mm. But in one rounds one is through it? three, it's two, two, one, one, one. That sounds Is it? Great. No. The finals is two, three, two? Where did the Raptors win it last year? They won it in, in Golden, Golden State. Yeah. In game. Golden State. Six. Didn't have home f- court advantage, did they? I thought it, st- it started in Toronto. First two were in, in Toronto. In any case, if you just but do anyway, two, three, two, two, three, two, it makes life a lot easier. But uh, yeah, no, that. Or maybe they uh, dropped that somewhere. Because I know, I swear in the past, like even going back mid 2000s when it was like Lakers and Pistons, it was a 232 format, but maybe they dropped that throughout their way. I don't I'm not sure. Could be could be wrong. Anyways. We'll just say 22111 and just make it easier that way cuz I'm pretty sure now that I think about it, that's what it is. But yeah, if in the case that you had a uh Miami versus Portland, right? Like mm-hmm. the math would be probably pretty similar. Um to Miami Toronto. If you do 232 yeah. to Portland as opposed to 22111 to Toronto. Um yeah, like you said, Colby, it's just they travel in luxury. They're going to sleep on the plane, get there two days early. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, yep. it's it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. No, that's true. But it shouldn't be, anyway. No. When they but were flying coach Seems like it still is, right? Joe Blow. Yeah. Seems like it still is, anyway. But I think, uh, to kind of sum it up, I think there's some good ideas in there. I think uh, a schedule drop. I, I mean, people's attention spans are, are a lot less, you know. Yeah. I think you're not tuning into every game much anymore. Um, and that goes across all leagues, like especially in baseball. 162 is just too much. Just, you know, drop it a, a little bit and uh, make the playoffs more interesting. Mm-hmm. Good point. There we go. Put a nice bow on the NBA segment. Hey, I love bows. Christmas. Yeah? Yeah. 13 threes. I was going to say 13 threes, yeah. Um, NFL-wise, it was a pretty decent Sunday. I wouldn't say there was a lot of great games. Nope. A lot of weather conditions down in the States kind of affected a lot of the results. But I think the best one was probably Saints and Panthers. Yeah. Because that was in a dome setting in the Superdome. You wrote in the notes, Joey Sly sucks, and I agree. Holy shit. I mean... Joey Sly sucks. Steve Ball, our co-worker, has him on his fantasy team. <laughs> the dude still put up 10 points as a kicker <laughs> yeah, with three or four missed kicks. Yeah, you deserve to lose points for missed kicks inside, like, 40 yards. We talked about this. Like, like in, 39 or less, and the kicker misses it, you should go minus three points. Oh, my God, though. Like, just the... That's crazy. Bad. Absolute nuts. And then the, the Saints turn around and win it on a Will Lutz field goal of his own. So Saints win. Uh, 49ers last night put up a very good statement win against the Packers. That was uh, really interesting to see. I guess the question comes out today, who's the best 10-1 team, 49ers or Patriots? Because Patriots took care of business against the Cowboys last yesterday afternoon. Who have, who have they lost to? Patriots lost to the Ravens. Ravens. Mm-hmm. Who the 49ers lose to? The Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Also very good teams. Mm-hmm. Pacific North Northwest. Mm-hmm. Love that. Oh, uh, I'll fan. say the Patriots go because to, go to Portland. Because it's gonna make my boss happy. Oh really? Old Adam Jones will love me saying the Patriots. <laughs> no, I yeah, I just I I don't think you can ever count out Tom Brady. And I think if they the two of them played against each other right now, I think the Pats would win. So that's my take on that okay yeah um i would say as of 
right now it's the Niners. I think so too. But I think in two or three weeks, if the Niners lose a game or two on the schedule, because the back end of it starts to get a little difficult. Whereas, I mean, Tom Brady has teams like the Jets to play and another series against Buffalo. You know, oh yeah, the Miami, the Mighty Bills, and those dangerous Dolphins. So. Yeah. Uh, I think that the way that 49ers defense played Rodgers last night, holding him to like a season low 100 yards passing, mm-hmm. he looked absolute garbage. The the tenacity that the defense can get after a guy like Brady who cannot escape the pressure, not even like Rodgers. Like yeah. they would have an absolute field day with Brady if they were putting the same pressure on. Yeah, and I I just had to pull it up because I remembered the the Niners schedule is ridiculous on the end. It Ravens next week. Ravens, Saints, and then home to the Falcons, home to the Rams, and in Seattle. That's not. Fun. That's not nice. No, they could they could finish the season with four losses by the time we're all done. Again, we're still hoping that that Week 17 Seattle game yeah. is for all the Tostitos. Yes, all the <laughs> chips, all of it. Yes, so that'd Thoughts? be nice to see. Huh? Thoughts? Yeah, I was just kidding. 49ers all the way, right? <laughs> No, Adam, I'm gonna stick to Adam the Patriots. Jones can go suck it. Yeah, no, no you guys. Uh, hey, I like the Patriots. I'm but. a, I'm a stay on the other side. You guys can think that, but uh, go I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Pats. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see Dwayne Haskins not take the final snap for the Redskins yesterday? It's a big deal. <laughs> Doesn't need to. He uh, took a, f- a selfie with a fan, and he missed the final snap. He's busy. No, he's not busy. He's tra- <laughs> supposed to play a damn game. He was checked out. He was done. <laughs> that's, your, that's your future star quarterback, Redskins fans. Yeah. There yep. you go. Well, is it is it better or worse than Colt McCoy? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> we can think about that for another day. Frank. I want to talk about how Frank Gore is the GOAT. Yeah, he's been really good for Buffalo this year. He moved past Barry Sanders for third place all time in rushing yards. Like, he's always been, like, productive. As much as I hate to say it, yeah, he's been... Like, why, though? You can't hate Frank Gore. He doesn't age. I There was a time where I just hated his guts. Why? Was it when he was with the Colts? Yes, it was the Colts. Yeah. I don't know what. The last two years, we was Indianapolis just made me mad as a fantasy football owner. I don't know why, but just the dude kept being decent. We don't have to dive into this too much because we're probably a little short. Um, does Frank Gore get into the hall one day? Yep. I don't see how he can't. Right? He's only but, behind but like Walter when you think Payton. Of, when you think of some of the best running backs. And Emmett Smith. Frank Gore might not even be in your top 30. <laughs> like name Honest wise? to God. Like if you're thinking of the top 30 running backs, top 20, Frank Gore isn't in there. Has he ever been the best running back in the game no. at any point in his career? That's no. That's hilarious. No, he hasn't. It, that's what's amazing about Frank Gore's career. Even his best days in San Francisco, like he was just he was a top ten back, I'd say. Like all time? No. Oh, like in, in his time in that years yeah, yeah, yeah. with with San Francisco, his best years. Yeah. So it's just never, funny, like just thinking of like some of the league's best running backs. Like no one's gonna think Frank Gore. Like that's gonna become a a trivia question at some point. Like I think Priest Holmes, Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> running back, had a more high point of his career. Than Frank Gore ever did. True, but like longevity at running back is crazy. That is huge. So sorry, I, I'm not well. Uh, <laughs> well versed. Versed. Yeah. Uh, so season to season, what? Where would you rank him amongst running backs from season to Frank season? Frank Gore is consistently th- like tenth. 
Like I said, really? his best years in San Francisco, he's probably a top 10 every ten year? back. No. Roughly. Yeah. Every year. Okay. I, don't even, I don't even know. He was there for like 10 seasons. Well, he, he's been in the league for what feels okay. like forever. He's been around since like footballs were made. <laughs> like he's been around right. forever. Like okay. When you think of the NFL, though, and you think of running backs, you don't think of Frank Gore. Yeah. 10th is a little high. The, putting it into something that I might know would be hockey. Has, uh, <laughs> there we go. Has Hank Longfist ever been the best goalie in a year? Yes. Has he? He's been one of the one of the upper echelon. Yeah. Like it, he, one of the better ones I every think year, he, year to year. Yeah. But has he ever been the best goalie in a year? And I don't think so. Probably but I bet not. you he's going to the hall. Yeah, but that's I think that's a little bit different than Frank right, Gore. Right, right. So it, it's not the same because Frank No. If Frank Gore was a top three or five running back year to year, okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying which to I'd think say of, would Hank would be what would the comp be as a goaltender to Frank Gore? Like what because there's gotta be somebody Rene? out there. A no. Pe- Rene's had more high points. He won a cup. Yeah. I don't think Gore's ever won a Super Bowl. Rene hasn't won a cup. No, I was going to say, no, he hasn't. Um, oh, he lost a cup. Never mind. Yeah, he made it to a cup. Yes. Awkward. Okay. Took a second. Um, I don't know then. A Dubnik? Dubnik's not getting into the hall. J.S. Jaguar? Jaguar's won a cup. Jaguar's yeah. won two. Damn it. Con Smythe. I don't know what the comp would be. I guess it would be two different sports. Is but, there uh, anybody out there that can make this? You know, listen in the comment section. Put yeah, it in the Facebook, comment section. Twitter, like, let us know who's the comparable for Frank Gore as an NHL goaltender. Yeah, like I'm just trying to think of someone who's like, someone's out there consistently in the top ten. Like, like it might be the closest might be Lundqvist. Right, but I feel like Lundqvist has been a little higher than top ten. He's oh been, yeah, had years where he's most of his career he's probably been a top five. Like the honestly, the first person I thought of, but it's not nearly as like long. But Cam Ward, oh okay, like oh, okay. cup aside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Ward might be that comparison. Yeah, but he didn't oh. have nearly as long of a career. He had a very short hype. Yeah, but he won a cup. Yep, he doesn't care. It's Cam anyway. Ward, sorry. Anyway. What about uh, Steve Mason? I was going to say that, but Steve Mason, he, no, he's, Steve still, Mason didn't he's have still young. He's not old. <laughs> I mean, he was <laughs> yeah, out of the NHL true. so true. quick. Yeah. Wasn't he, a, wasn't he a Calder winner? Yeah, he won the Calder. Yeah. And he almost, he got invited to Team Canada camp yeah. when he was wow. like tw- early 20s. They're like, this guy's the next thing. And then he signed a $4.5 million contract somewhere around there. And everybody's like, well, that's not good for a minor league goaltender. So no. <laughs> they, no. Everybody got rid of him. Oh. All right, let's move on. Want to remember any other guys before we move on? It's always fun to remember some guys. No, I got David Abisher. Oh, <laughs> what a man he was! Don't know where that came from, uh, but hey, really he's finest. a person. He, he is was, a guy. Was he a backup for Patrick Wall when they were winning? Yeah. Maybe he was. He, he was with the Avs for a while. Because sure. I was going to say, he I think Abisher has more cups than he should. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to David Abisher, but I doubt he's listening. Pittsburgh changed the quarterback, <laughs> and they won. <laughs> So hold on, you don't want to remember guys, but you want to talk about the fucking Steelers changing quarterbacks. I just want to get to this meme of Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that's true. Hey, David Abisher, if you're listening, comment in the uh, (laughs) comment section below uh, who you think a good comparison would be for Frank Gore. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Okay, I found this NFL meme today and I actually laughed out loud. So Mason Rudolph's journey through the AFC North. Okay. The Ravens knocked him unconscious. Yep. The Browns knocked him on his head. Yep. And the Bengals knocked him out of a job. Yep. Yep. Those are all. <laughs> and if you can see, I don't know, I can't hold this up, but it's just him laying flat out with his hands up. That's a bad image. And uh, that was that was when he like, Poor I guy. thought he was dead. Yeah, that was him 
That was when the cameras panned right back yeah, to him. Yeah, I don't like that image. Anyways, but it's it's a good meme. He might not even play next week against Cleveland, so we'll see. What, Ducky's coming in? Yeah, Ducky. <laughs> we love Ducky Hodge. Du- Ducky Hodge. <laughs> oh boy, he's second to Gardner Minshew. All right. NFL talk wraps up. Kay. Finally, MLB. There's some couple signings of the free agency period. Yeah. Uh, most notably, Yasmani Grandel goes to the White Sox. Four years, $73 million. The top catcher goes off the board. Wasn't that also like the biggest transaction or biggest signing that the White Sox have ever made in free agency? Uh, I thought I read something silly like that. I could be way off. Oh, it could be. I have no idea where that comes from. Did they ever give big money to Adam Dunn? I don't know, but he wasn't ever a free agent. What about Jermaine Dye? Jermaine Dye. Carlos Quinton? Are we going back to remembering, guys? Because I'm ready if we are. 2005. Oh, let's go. Jermaine Dye. Yeah, Jermaine Dye. He was arguably better as an Oakland A, though. Oh, what about yeah, um, arguably Meglio Ordonez? He was a tiger for Detroit Tiger. <laughs> tiger. Yeah, but that's just a great guy to remember. Same division. That's fine. AL Central. Yeah. Mags yeah. Ordonez. Yeah, killing it in right field because he knew he had David Sheffield in left. <laughs> that was good. Oh, um, anyway, yeah, no, they, you gotta, yeah, you, you gotta make a splash if you're the White Sox. You gotta pay. Uh, to get good players, especially in free agency, but uh, yep. he's not a great catcher. Mm. Like he's all Off- right. He, offensive, he's one of the better ones. Yeah, so that's why he he has the home runs. He has he was eighth amongst catchers in WAR last year. But defensively, he's like a Wilson Ramos 2.0. Kind of like he just he was better this year defensively, but it was yeah. also hard to get much worse than when he was with the Dodgers. So and he hit 240 this year, which isn't. That's not great for him. Right, but 28 home runs isn't bad for a catcher. That's not bad. No. Um, Yeah, he he had 73 stolen bases against, which was the second highest in the league behind (laughs) Ramos. Uh, Ramos had 94. Ramos had 94 stolen bases against. Dude, I Uh, could run on him. Was he with the Mets? Yes. Is that where Ramos was? Yes. That's so Mets. Is that a pitching thing? Like, how do you... No. Is that oh, the pitcher getting the ball quicker to the catcher? This is going to be interesting. Pitcher on the other side of me, catcher yeah. over here. Uh, you it is 100% a pitcher's problem. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't agree with that. It it's is not. a lot to do with the pitcher. Okay. When it is the pitcher's problem, it's 100% the pitcher's problem. Yeah. But also... But like you can't blame Syndergaard. He throws fucking 99. Yeah, you're not having the like the, the legs and how the quick del- you're getting the... Delivery time, yeah. Yeah, because it's all pop time. And yeah, but Wilson Ramos all, can't pop anywhere. No, exactly. No, that, freaking, if you're getting, he pops to the pizza. He's just yeah. like, oh, hey, Papa John's, let's go. That sounds really good right now. Let's go. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> go on. Don't be sorry. You're fine. You're you're having a good time over there, man. Let's go, Don Cherry. You want to talk about Don Cherry? No. <laughs> He's no. got a podcast now, like just like us. Junk. Have <laughs> you listened to it? No. Okay. He is one of us. <laughs> um, White Sox also kept Jose Abreu, which I kind of a, a good piece to catch. Uh, three years, fifty million dollars on his deal. He's he's so. been underrated. I think he's he's a solid first baseman. I'm surprised he, can, he, he only hit. made that much. But he was on the other side of thirty, isn't he? Yeah. No, he came into he, the league late. Yeah. He came late. You're right. Um, but no, he's a good hitter. Yep. Um, you don't need to feel very well at first, but I don't think he's terrible at first. And nope. uh, yeah, if you're the White Sox, you just if you got players, you got to keep them. And yeah. You don't have many players, so go get more. They well, got they a found good... Giolito. What's that? They got Giolito. The, the yeah, pitcher? Yeah, he, look, he looks... Lucas he look, Giolito came over in a trade for Adam Eaton. Yep. That he, turned out really well for him then. Turned out well turned for both. both. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Adam now that, Eaton was... Now that Washington won a World Series. I think he's a good... He's a good two-hitter. Yeah. Eaton has been. You know, he 
he he's got speed. He, yeah, he's he's got a little bit of all five tools, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, no, Mike Trout. No, no, no. There's full. Yeah, Trout is a full on five tool guy, and then there's guys that you know, a they got a little bit guy. of every. Yeah, like Trout's not even human. What's his six tool? Just being Mike fucking Trout. <laughs> like, that's yeah, his six. That's the six tool if like your he, name he, is Mike Trout. Yeah. If your name's also Mike Trout, then you have the six. Uh, he's expecting some big things with the Angels this offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're all kind of expecting them because they've been middling. They've been signing guys like Pujols and Hamilton and Otani. Oh, and, Josh Hamilton. Oh. I'll go back to remembering some guys. No. <laughs> but, probably uh, can't even remember himself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, he's he's got some roid rage right now. He's got a lot that's of things. That's the latest story come out of Josh Hamilton camp. I can't believe he's still making news. Anyway, they're going to sign a pitcher. Um, Which one? <sighs> I don't know. No, we, that's too early. Zach to Wheeler, that. maybe? Oh, I think they Good go bigger. Fit. Madison Bumgardner? I think they go bigger. You yeah, think, I think uh, Bumgardner is going to need to stay in the NL. Strasburg? Yeah. I I think I would think that they make a run Cole. at Cole. Well, he wanted to come out to L.A.? I heard that mm-hmm. somewhere? Yeah, I don't know. Who doesn't want to go to L.A., though, right? That's right. And not, to be, uh, not to be on the Dodgers? Like, there goes all the media attention. Like, like I mean, I feel like the Angels is a perfect spot. You're not the team, but yep. still playing baseball in L.A., and you're still getting some fans. Yeah, that's true. They they do need a pitcher. They, yeah, their ERAs across the starting pitchers this year was not good. No. Um, Andrew Heaney is not an ace. No, still not. Which is, I mean, he could get there. Good, uh, funny tweet guy. Is he? Yeah, do you remember he was when he got traded to? I think it was to the Angels. I think he went from Miami to L.A. Dodgers and then to the Angels in about a span of three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tweeted out, "Thanks to the Dodgers for their hospitality and <laughs> nice. having me a part of their organization for three hours." Well, funny guy. He should put more pride in his work than his tweets lately. Because hey. my God, he's trash. Like he's been he's been their best pitcher and he's been bad. Like not yeah. not nearly as good as he should be. Neither of any other pitchers. That's why they, I, I think that you, like, even if you go get a guy like Garrett Cole, though, it's like, okay, you're good once every five starts. Yep. You still got to figure out the rest of it. It's going to be like Roy Halladay with the Blue Jays. Mind you, they should get Otani back. But yes, yeah, that'll be kind of the, uh, the comp. The one ace and then Gustavo Shashin. Oof. Gustavo. <sighs> So you hold on. You don't want to remember guys yet. You just throw out these random dudes. It's not like yeah. they have Tyler Skaggs anymore. No, no, they don't. No, they do not. Um, so that, what do you want? What are you doing? Sorry. Yeah, like I don't even know what to say to that. No, it's um, okay. I just want to throw I think that. We got to cut to black. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Like what are you? We doing? were having fun. I was about to say the name B J Ryan, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, you can still bring up B J. No. B J Ryan. Talking about ex Blue Jay pitchers. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. God so. what damn. Troy Gloss. No. <laughs> you can't talk for the rest of this part. Kyle Overbay. Yeah, I think you're done. Uh, okay. I think you're done. No, um, but uh, did Troy Gloss play for the Angels? Yes, he did. He yeah. won, a, won a World Series with them. Played in the Angels organization, what, the Cardinals and the Jays? He played I think for the so. Reds, too, at some point, I feel. No, that you was think Scott, Scott Rowland. Yeah, they all um, played together. Angels, yeah, it's kind of now or never. Um, the nice know. thing is that they have, like, such an easy contract on Otani. Do they? Yeah, because, I mean, he's on whatever their version of an ELC is. Oh, so, right, right. I mean, he's he's cheap for quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, they gotta they gotta go get somebody. I don't know who, but 
They have one prospect currently on the top 100 prospect Good. list. Good. Wow. Which I don't know if you put much into the 100 top prospect yeah. list, but somebody's making it as a little bit of knowledge. Right. But uh, number five, Joe Adele. Mm-hmm. So he's looking like an all right guy, but still. Outfielder, they, right? Yeah, they don't have the depth coming up. He looks like he could be ready next year, maybe the year after. He got some got some games in AAA, but uh, they don't have this overwhelming group of depth young players coming up. So if you're going to make the better part of Mike Trout's prime, which it's going to be a longer prime than most players because he's already in it and he's so young. But uh, it'd be a shame to see him not in postseason baseball for most of his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also the, yeah, you're, you're sitting out, you're on timeout. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, uh, they made a couple signings. Oh, They've got Will Smith, him. I think. That's They got Will Smith now. They paid a lot for him, hey? Yeah, well, I don't know why they didn't well, get him at the deadline. Colby, we'll bring you back in for this one. Because uh, we were talking at trade deadline. You are not allowed to bring up other left-handed pitchers yeah. that may or may not no. be dead. You can only bring up Will Smith. Because we were talking at the trade deadline, and I thought that Will Smith would go to the Braves, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, uh, you can go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, can I miss one more comment? I just, want, I just no. wanted you to come in and prove a point. Um, he was great in Hitch. Okay, so uh, <laughs> you're back on timeout. So, like, like what are you on? <laughs> I just, are you like, still ma- wasted I, from yesterday? I just like making obscure facts. That's fine. <laughs> So uh, so they Did signed Will Smith, they signed Travis Darno. Not Will Smith, the catcher that no, plays for the Dodgers. No, no, <laughs> the one from Hitch. Yeah. The Dodgers had that. Will Smith came up to bat, and it's like, this is not the Giants relief for Will Smith <laughs> on their Jumbotron. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Well played by the Dodgers. But um, uh, good, yeah, he's a good bullpen, uh, bullpen arm. He's probably going to be their closer. Yeah. I probably. Mean, well, who did they have? They didn't really have much. Yeah, they need some closing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also need some starting when the Cardinals put up, what, an 11 spot in that first inning? Maybe that was the thing, a, eh? Maybe need a pitcher to start that game five. But On the plus side for your Blue Soroka, Jays though. news, uh, A.J. Oh, Cole has been signed to a minor league contract, so uh, the Jays really making moves so far this offseason. If there's one thing that I've been no, saying, Cole. one thing that I've been saying for the past 10 years is that A.J. Cole needs to be a Blue Jay. Yeah. And everybody knows who A.J. Cole is. If you yeah. don't, I mean... You was out of touch. Yeah. Um, Tim Mesa was outrighted to the minors. Justin Schaefer, he's gone. I don't know where he went. Uh, he got DFA'd or something, then he's with a new team. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's your Blue Jays news. Uh, we'll wrap things up with the uh, CFL. Uh, what a great cup that was between the Bombers and uh, the Ticats. Um, Bombers played exceptionally better. You probably didn't get to see any, Corey. No. Colby, do you remember much of that night? I sure do. Okay, so uh, essentially what happened was the Bombers started the game on time and the Ticats didn't, and really? that's how it ended. Yeah. Um, I think it was six turnovers in total. Well, it was two in the first, like, five minutes. It We're was bringing you back in, so right? ugly. I don't, am I allowed back in? I think so, yeah. Okay. You're good now. You're um, good now. You probably did. You want to add any more uh, any more free agent news? Baseball talk? No, yeah. because we're still waiting on the big guns, right? That's like, true. We're waiting on Cole Strasburg, Rendon, Donaldson. Like, sorry, I got two more for you. Okay, uh, Jorge Bonifacio, brother to Emilio okay. Bonifacio, former oh, Blue right. Yeah, Emilio was. Uh, Jorge has been released by the Royals, so it's a sad time. Yeah. And uh, and former second baseman Ryan Goins has signed a minor league contract with the Oakland A's. He's, he's on the minors Man. now. Yeah, he's in the minors. Wow. That he is was, your MLB wrap-up for a second. He was starting time. for the Blue Jays. He was. Um, but no, it was a 
okay great cup like the bombers just dominated the whole I time. wanted to be closer that's like yep. with not having a horse in the race you know pun intended with the stampeders but like hey. not having anybody to cheer for <laughs> I was cheering for the local guys in Medicine Hat here with with Crawford and McGough yep. and then there was the one dude on the on the Winnipeg side of the ball um but yeah, I wish it just for a closer game. <laughs> I like how, and this is no fault of anyone's, but we all know Crawford McGough, and then we just know that it's one dude. Well, Winnipeg. it's like he's from Hawaii. Like he was here for a little bit, played for Parkside Pythons. Like yeah. I don't really know the other guy. Like, yeah, I don't know. What In to any say about case, that. Uh, yeah, that was a good, good, great cop. Keith Urban was good. Keith Urban put mm-hmm. on a Super Bowl worthy halftime show. Yeah, he was really good. We'll say that, and that's not just because I like country music. That is just a fact. Yeah. But you do like country music. I do. You do I like do. country music. But I'm able to differentiate between, you know, my love for country music and my love for just a good halftime show. How was the crowd in Calgary? Uh, they cheered for Jason Kenny when Jason Kenny came out. I don't uh, think that happened, did it? Yeah, it did. I they, thought they booed. No. <laughs> there was clapping. I heard some cheers. I heard cheers. I just saw a lot of blue in the crowd. Yeah. I was, I was, it, it was just, you know, because usually. Blue. Like, yeah, there's a lot of Bombers fans. Well, blue ain't your color. Well, that's a Keith oh, Urban song. Look hey, at that. hey, connecting uh, the dots. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of, like, <laughs> there was a lot of blue. I mean, I don't think the black James and gold James made that well. pun as well. Oh, he did? The, yeah, you're, you're just ah, sorry. Right, now. now we're getting into copyright issues. Shit. Sweet. We'll cut that out. You, yeah. Crossing boundaries. Yeah. The Pekoskis um, brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, Great Cup was cool. Good. Well, who see, do you got for next year? We'll see you in Regina. Yeah, you want to make any predictions? The city what? that rhymes with fun. Yeah. <laughs> You've been a weapon tonight. Um, it's been great. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, we gotta. We're gonna have to talk. Like we're gonna, probably gonna have a PR nightmare on our hands here. <laughs> we didn't even bring beer tonight. No, that's the that's the best part. So, uh, that's all I have. All Red right. blacks. Yeah, Red, Ottawa. Blacks, and Lions. Oh, you're, you're making your Those prediction. are colors. Yeah, he's making his prediction. He, I, I was jokingly asked, okay, Red, Red Blacks, Lions? Yeah. Book it. Okay. Okay, I'm saying Hamilton, Calgary. Then I'll take Montreal and the Riders? And then how many teams does that leave out? The Argonauts? Three. Okay. Argos. Argos. Bombers. Argos. Bombers. Are they going to repeat as champs? Do we really care? I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Do we? Well, you just made a choice. We had an NFL. Well, yeah, I was just trying to wrap it up because it was the thing. Okay. But we had like an NFL segment. We didn't even have a CFL. Sorry. Yeah. It's on us. Hey. Two, two flames and penguins tied. How long has this been? Uh, we're at pushing an hour 10. Oh, my gosh. Just kind of rambling right now. But yes. the important thing of this podcast was that I made 13 threes <laughs> in a pickup game. Yeah. Thank you very much for fighting us. If you made it through all this rambling, yeah, we appreciate you. Hope you come back next time. Even though, you know, we've uh, we've got confirmation that oh, yeah? our special interview might be a go this week. Confirmation, it might be a yeah, go. Yeah, we got hey. confirmation. It's up in the air. Hey. We might have a guest on. Schedules happen, you know. Yeah. It, yes. You, we, you we and might. I both. So it's been hectic for the Tigers. Find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/OnTheBoardPodcast mm-hmm. on Twitter at OnTheBoardPod. Hopefully, we'll have that episode. Uh, coming down the pipe this week. Yeah, thanks to everyone for uh, for listening. Uh, Corey had a big debut last week, so yeah. uh, so appreciate you, you you checking us out and stick around. Like Colby said, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, download our podcast. You can subscribe to it however you get your podcast. Right, that's right. And uh, and thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening, especially you, David Abisher. 
Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes. Yes.